Hey everyone, buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. You're sleepy. I am. It's late. I know, it's always so late. All right, um, but see how much we love our listeners? We do it anyway. That's right. Well, I do. You, you'll be up all half the night, so it won't matter. All right, um, Disney Parks blog. Cinderella's Castle uh, received the first part of its 50th anniversary decor. That's right. We mentioned that for the 50th celebration, which begins this October, uh, they were going to be transforming Cinderella's Castle, and they have added just a little more bling. Uh, it is their new iridescent uh, color, um, but it is a nice little piece of bunting uh, with, uh, I don't know, what do you call that, like a drape? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be going on the castle walls. I kind of like it. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Um, these are... Uh, inspired by uh, Disney legend Mary Blair's version of the uh, castle in the film Cinderella. Yeah, I was going to say it looks kind of cartoony. Yeah. I like it, though. In downtown Disney, they are kicking off spring with extravaganza. That's right. Uh, spring will be kicked off between March 15th and 18th uh, while supplies last. Um, it is an egg-themed scavenger hunt that will take place. You can pick up your board game and stickers for $7.99 at select locations around uh, downtown Disney. And you'll be able to search for hidden eggs themed to Disney characters. Um, and then uh, when you are done, you will get one of six collectible eggs uh, as your prize. All right. So I guess you've really got to spend uh, $8 six times to get the entire set. Oh, my. Is what it boils down to. I don't care that much. No. Um, but they'll also be having some other things. Um, Easter brunch at a couple of the st- uh, restaurants in downtown Disney. Um, and, of course, uh, you know, uh, as they start to open up down there, more restaurants and hopefully some indoor seating mm-hmm. yep. for the Easter season. That would be good. Yeah. Uh, you'll have to tell me a little bit more about what this is. Uh, coming soon, Disney Magic Mobile Service. That's right. We know that this year, uh, in 2021, Disney stopped providing um, Magic Bands for their guests. Right. Um, for free, as they had. You can still purchase Magic right, Bands. Right. They're still available. If you have old Magic Bands that are less than two years old, they'll probably still work. But if you were a guest and you were going to the Magic uh, to the Walt Disney World Resort tomorrow, how do you get into the parks? You purchase your package. You don't have a Magic Band. Well, you could go to the front desk of your hotel and they would give you a key to the world card, but then you've got to carry that key to the world card. Um, But their next step um, to take over some of that Magic Band functionality is the Magic Mobile service. Um, Magic Mobile is going to work on your uh, initially on your Apple products, so your iPhone, uh, your smart devices, your Apple Watch. And this is going to be um, a way for you to create uh, your media inside your digital wallet. And then when you go to the turnstiles, uh, whether it's f- to check in with your tickets or to go to a fast pass uh, location, if fast passes ever come back, um, and you'll be able to hold your phone up to the reader uh, and uh, it'll pick it up nice. and uh, you'll have the functionality of that magic band. Nice. So it's nice for you. You have an Apple Watch. Oh, yeah, I love my Apple Watch. So you'll just still be putting your wrist up to the reader. Cool. All right. Um, In Disneyland, some additional plexiglass dividers have been added to the turnstiles at California Adventure. And that is in preparation for a touch of Disney. Um, 
they're just, you know, gearing up for some larger crowds and, and adding more uh, plexiglass to the turnstiles. Maybe they're closer there because in Disney World, they don't have any kind of plexiglass at the check at the uh, turnstiles. No, they don't. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't take my advice to move it down the end of the street. Nope. Um, temporary fencing around the Disneyland Hotel has been uh, erected. Yeah, just with having guests in that area, they don't want people walking through the hotel grounds. So they have put a whole bunch of ugly uh, temporary yeah, fencing. Yeah, not attractive. Not as attractive as the rolling planters that they no. would use in Florida. Um, but this is just a whole bunch of temporary fencing with the green, um, what is it, kind fabric. of opaque fabric yeah. uh, that they put up. So you cannot get uh, on the grounds for the Disneyland Hotel. Okay. Um, Dis- Downtown Disney has extended their hours due to a touch of Disney. That's right. You know, they still want people to come shopping. Um, but since people are going to be in the park uh, at California Adventure for a touch of Disney, uh, they have extended the hours at Downtown Disney. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they're going to be open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, Thursdays, Fridays, and Mondays, they're going to be open from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. And on Saturdays and Sundays, they're going to be open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, these modified hours right now are applicable through March. Uh, they have not yet extended the April hours, uh, but a touch of Disney is going to run from March 18th through April 19th. Okay. All right, we have some more information about the Avengers Campus. We do. They have um, installed plexiglass at Web Slingers, okay. a Spider-Man adventure ride. They have given the height requirement for Spider-Man the uh, and Adventure how Ride. Old, how tall do I have to be? You don't have to be tall. Oh. It is a ride for everyone. Okay, nice. So there are no height restrictions, uh, which is good news. Um, and uh, they do have plexiglass where the um, cast member running the ride is, but there is no uh, word of plexiglass on the uh, on the ride vehicle yet. Okay. So uh, still no opening date, just that uh, Avengers Campus will open later in 2021. uh, And we'll start to hear more about rides and attractions and restaurants as that opening date gets closer. All right. Um, In Walt Disney World, the park pass reservations are fully booked for March 13th through the 19th. Yeah, uh, it just kind of, uh, it keeps extending. The other day they were booked from March 15th through the 18th. Uh, and as spring break is in pretty much full effect right now, uh, you know, you're seeing it in the uh, park reservation system. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look past the 19th, the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios are completely booked for the entire month of March uh, for both uh, theme park ticket holders and Disney resort guests. How's April? Things are still open in April? Uh, they're not mentioning that yet. Um, but uh, considering I'd like to go down in April, I might uh, want to check those out. You might. Yeah. Okay. The People Mover has been visibly testing, which in my opinion means absolutely nothing. That's right. It's been tested before. We've seen cars crash testing into one another. We've seen cast members in the People Mover cars, and we thought that was like, this had to be close to the end now. Right. And And the latest video (laughs) has cast members pushing the uh, Tomorrowland Transit Authority vehicles. Not great. Uh, I don't know if that's because the vehicle was broken down. I don't know. It, it can't be for any good reason. No. Uh, but, you know, it's it's been closed for over a year now. Um, but the cars have been running as normal with the audio playing. Um, and um, hopefully 
hopefully, you know, April is the opening time frame. Who knows? I give up. There's going to be a temporary closure of the Main Street Confectionery. This is kind of a big deal. Yeah, Main Street Confectionery, which is a place you can go for all of your sweets uh, as you enter Main Street USA, is going to be closed as of March 29th for an extended refurb. Uh, it's going to be closed through at least May 22nd of it's a this long year. Time. So that's uh, just about two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know if it's going to be longer than that because that's as far out as the uh, Walt Disney World calendar extends right, right. now. Um, in conjunction with that, where am I? Your question is, where am I going to get my sweets, Tony? Right. That is my question. Where am I going to get my caramel apple? Well, you're going to be able to go over to Main Street Cinema, which they're going to set up as a temporary sweet shop. Um, and uh, it's going to be uh, just a makeshift shop selling right. prepackaged goods. Oh, no. Yeah. What uh, about the candy counter? Fresh treats such as caramel apples will not be available during this time. <gasps> But you will be able to get prepackaged snacks like Rice Krispie Treats uh, instead. Oh, that's crap. Who wants that? Yeah. So that leads to another question. Yes. What are we going to do with all the stuff that's in the cinema? That's right. Where will we be able to find the fine art offerings from the Main Street Cinema? Well. Well, logically, the best place to put them. Would be at Bonjour Village Gifts in Fantasyland. Yeah, I'm not sure Uh, why. We know that just went through a recent renovation and refurbishment itself. Um, And it will be reopening March 22nd, uh, as I mentioned, housing the art and collectibles of the art of Disney, from the art of Disney. All right. So, uh, yeah, a a little bit of a shuffle. It's like a scavenger hunt if you want to find something. Right. Except you don't get any free prize at the end. No. Uh, You just get uh, to buy stuff. Yeah. No uh, extravaganza prizes. Yep. Um, The Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Thunder Mountain are now loading every row. Yep, that's the whole story. You know, spring break crowds gotta gotta get the people in. Fit them in. I'm I'm wondering if they've, you know, Disney doesn't announce what their capacity is. They've got to be up. But I I'm, I'm wondering if they've moved past that 35 percent so. capacity yet. I'm gonna say they're probably closer to 50. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Um. um oh, the Cinderella's Castle stage, the framing for the floor has been laid. Yes, uh, we've been talking about this refurbishment project for a couple of weeks now. Uh, they have put the floor framing on top of the weather uh, barrier that we mentioned earlier this week. Okay. So it uh, it continues to uh, be worked on. Okay. And then in Epcot, the Park Pass reservations are fully booked for annual pass holders for October 1st. And what's the importance of October 1st? Uh, That is the opening day of Ratatouille. That's right. It is also the start of the 50th anniversary celebration at the uh, Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. um, of the Walt Disney World Resort. It also happens to be Epcot's 39th birthday uh, on October 1st. Um, you know, uh, they could end up replenishing park reservations because they do that. They usually release a bunch and then as dates get closer, they allocate additional park passes. Um, but as of right now, as Cheryl mentioned, uh, annual pass holders, uh, do not have any availability in Epcot or the Magic Kingdom on that day. Okay. I didn't realize the Magic Kingdom was part of that. Oh, Magic Kingdom has been booked since they announced the 50th celebration. Okay. Uh, the facade of the gelateria in Italy is now visible. That's right. Um, it is, uh, you know, it, it's got that Italian terracotta uh, type of look to it. Uh, very close to being completed. But there are still construction walls up. 
Um, but uh, it looks, you know, it looks like any building you would think in Italy looks like. It, guess, it matches yeah. the rest of the pavilion. Yep. It's nothing, uh, you know, nothing groundbreaking. Nope. But it's it's very nice. Okay. In Hollywood Studios, some new lighting has been added to the Chinese theater. Yeah, previously um, they put in some new neon lighting for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And all you saw was the neon from that sign. Well, they have added some additional lighting that really shows off, uh, I believe it's a dragon mm-hmm. uh, motif that they have going on there right, as so part the of the building facade. Right, so the whole entryway is now more lit. Yeah, so the, the dragon is not uh, light. It's it's part of the uh, concrete or whatever. The, right, the but it has lights on it, so it right, is now but, lit. Yeah, now it's, it's lit and you can see it some of good. the outline. It looks very nice. Yeah. In Animal Kingdom... Um, they have some new Expedition Everest merchandise for their for the fifteenth anniversary of that ride. Yeah, I can't believe it's been uh, fifteen years since they debuted that. I'm. We've. Have you ever even been on it? I've walked through the queue. <laughs> I'm gonna go on it. Okay. One day. All right. I don't know if I'm gonna do that first or if I'm gonna do Rock and Roller Coaster first. Which Rock one? And- which one do you hate more? I don't really like Expedition Everest very much. No, why not? Um, maybe it's because it goes backwards. It makes me a little woozy. Okay. I don't know. I really like, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay. Uh, Brightline Railway has revealed the costs and routes for their Disney Springs connection. That's right. We mentioned that the Brightline Railway will be connecting Disney Springs to the Orlando International Airport. Um, they've got two routes. One of them goes along... Uh, State Road 528, uh, that would cost them uh, $2.1 billion wow. uh, to construct. Um, it would it require uh, 1.9 million square feet of bridges. It would affect 76 private properties and involve an arrangement with SunRail uh, over uh, track allocation. Wow. Their preferred route uh, is along State Road 417, which is another one of the, the paths into Disney. Uh, that would cost $1.03 billion. Um, that would only involve modifying, uh, involve three private properties, um, and it would only be about 350,000 square feet of bridges. So it seems to be the easier route. Right. Um, both routes are about 16.7 miles. Uh, the only problem is that the, sh- the State Road 417. Um, while it only affects three properties, it does go through a lot more residential areas. Okay. Um, and people in the Hunter's Creek area are worried about noise and vibration from the road. Uh, if they go along 528, um, that would put them very close to International Drive in the Orange County Convention Center. So there is a group lobbying that says they should put a stop for International Drive in the Convention Center there Kinda if they sense. go that if way. If you're going to go that way. But it costs almost double. You know, you're talking another billion or so dollars. Is that all? Chunk change. Right. Considering that this um, uh, extension from West Palm to Orlando uh, is supposed to start in 2023 and this Disney Spring stop is supposed to be in 2023, that's not that long. No, they need to get started. <laughs> so considering it's 2021 and we all know how the speed of uh, yeah. of construction projects go, they better get get on the ball. Yeah. Pick your route and let's get going. Right. And that goes back to the story we mentioned the other day where uh, they have until the end of the summer to complete negotiations uh, to figure out which route they're going to take. Right. Okay. 
Uh, Disney's All-Star Movies Resort is going to reopen on March 22nd. Very good news. Yeah, that's big news to have another value property uh, open. Uh, And they have announced what um, uh, amenities and experiences will will be available when the the resort reopens on March 22nd. They will have the world premiere food court and the Silver Screen Spirits pool bar open as their dining options. Donald's Double Feature, which is their gift shop, will be open. Uh, They will have their pools, poolside activities, movies under the stars, and their playground open. Uh, And they will have their bus transportation to all theme parks, Blizzard Beach, and Disney Springs. Uh, They were were originally supposed to reopen in February, uh, but that was pushed back uh, in December. They decided to push it back until March. Uh, The other two all-star resorts, music and sports, are going to remain closed for the time being. That list of what's going to be open, that's everything they have. Yeah. It is. There's nothing, it is. Yeah. There's there's nothing no that's not going to be right. open. I mean, so it'll be fully open. They should have just said that. <laughs> well, that uh, wouldn't be much of a story. If I guess. <laughs> In Universal, the Velociraptor noises have been turned on and additional raptors were installed on the walkway. That's right. It's very exciting when the soundtrack is on. Um, the coaster is testing. You know, sometimes with dummies, sometimes without. Uh, but now the sound has been turned on. So if you're in the park, in the Jurassic Park area, you yeah. can kind of hear the the raptors and the soundtrack, which That's is kind of cool. cool. Um, and then they've just added, like Cheryl said, uh, some uh, statues near the entrance. Uh, there's a bunch of Velociraptor statues involved here. Uh, they're all statues. They're not animatronic. Okay. None of them move. They're all just fixed nothing to jump out and scare me statues well they are moving the raptor uh, meet and greet experience mm-hmm. uh, over to the velociraptor area well, that so sense. that you know that they can jump move. out and scare exactly me. all right and then our last story is also about universal universal has extended the mardi gras celebration by two weeks that's right it was supposed to wrap up on march 28th uh, but universal orlando resort announced that they will now end their mardi gras on april 11th um, the Mardi Gras has been very successful for them, although they have no parade or big uh, concert series. They do have the floats parked throughout Universal Studios for photo ops, and they are tossing beads out uh, from performers that are on the stage. Fun. Uh, they also have small ensemble musicians on the floats and other stages. So, you know, they've, you know, like Disney's done, they're working with what they have. Right, absolutely. Uh, and yeah. the fact that these uh, stage floats are now stationary and you can go and check them out mm-hmm. seems to be a, a big attraction uh, for people. Good. So so good for them. Yeah. All right. You have any uh, closing words? Oh, well, so um, a big thing on Facebook today yes. has been, uh, if you could go back and talk to your 2020 self, you know, what would you tell them? Did you... Did you come up with anything? Do you have any? I, I don't know what I would tell myself. I was it, I saw this first on a Disney page, and I had my little list of things that I would tell myself. But then someone said they would tell themselves to buy an annual pass, and I thought, yes, definitely that. Yeah, which is funny because when we went on our last trip, you were like, "I wish I had an annual pass." Mm-hmm. I know. And, and Should have done buy it. Them. Yep. Should have done it. All oh right. well. Well, have a good weekend, everybody. Until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.